Brought to you by Sip for Your Cause. Welcome to another Let's Talk Nonprofit show where we discuss those things all about nonprofits and the sector. Here we provide opportunity to increase awareness, sustainability, funding, and ultimately impact for nonprofit organizations. So today is no different. We have an exciting guest with us today who is a nonprofit organizational leader. And I would tell you, Ms. Pamela Reed has done some outstanding work with the AV Pride. And we look forward to sharing her with you today. Also, we would like to thank our sponsors, uh, Let's Talk, um, actually, Sip for Your Cause. And we thank them for their commitment to bringing information that is informative for the nonprofit sector where we're able to share best practices to help organizations improve their awareness and again ultimately their impact. So today we would like to welcome Ms. Pamela Reed with AV Pride. Thank you so much for having me today. Well we're so excited having you because we've been talking and we've been waiting to get with you. Uh, she does some phenomenal work. Her and her team they do a great work in the Fayetteville area. You'll hear about that and so before we get heavily involved discussing that we want to share with you just who she is. Just the, the reality of the human that is doing this great work with AV Pride. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I'm not very used to talking about myself, right. but I, I will tell you that I do come from corporate America. Okay. I, I worked for many years um, at Deloitte, and um, I was in charge of client service support. So we did everything from serving clients to uh, serving the staff, and it was all about customer service. Okay. Um, after about 20 years of doing that, um, I started to have some feelings of um, needing to do something different. I was yes. feeling a little bit of a calling, yes. um, wasn't feeling as satisfied in my work, and then one day it, it just hit me. I started to really feel like I needed to be doing something different. Right. And uh, so I was called to not only leave my job, uh, but to move from New York to mm -hmm. Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't sure how I was going to tell my husband that, <laughs> uh, but I did. Okay. And, uh, and he was very supportive. Very he was wonderful in the transition. And I came to Georgia uh, with a wealth of experience um, in running business and in, in managing people and just being able to affect some real change. Great. So then what do you do with those skills? Yes. And uh, I found myself just um, really asking God for direction. And he did. And so I started serving my community. Some some of the local churches, some of the local businesses, and just um, putting my hands in the community where they needed some help. Wow. And then one day, um, I think it was in 2010, I said, okay, you've given me lots of gifts, lots of talents. Um, what do you want me to do? Mm. And uh, before I knew it, I started a nonprofit of my own okay. and started uh, hosting workshops and seminars for young people, helping them with the skills and tools they need to succeed. Yeah. And uh, it was a little overwhelming because mm -hmm. it was it was just me, but uh, I hit the ground running and it was it was a huge success. And from there, um, was introduced to AV Pride and. Uh, at the time, uh, I was introduced to them as the Association of Village Pride. Okay. And I thought, that's a wonderful name, but it's a little long. Mm -hmm. And so I um, got involved, became a board member, and um, thought that uh, the best way to do that is to uh, start volunteering with them. 
and I did. Okay. And uh, before I knew it, um, I became their executive director. Okay. Well, you know, and I'm glad that you shared that background because I knew there was a transition from New York to Georgia, mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't exactly sure. Well, you just let me say this much: you filled in some holes for me okay. and some great information that I just did not know. So okay. we we thank you for sharing that. And guys, again, we often ask our guests to share that uh, their background, their their humanness, so that you can see that these are people who are simple people. Nothing extraordinarily great about them. But they're doing great things because they're committed to whatever goals and vision they've been given. So we thank you for being a little personal with us okay. and sharing with the audience. Um, just, you know, anybody that's willing to accept that vision that they're given mm -hmm. or challenge. And before we go on, because really you said something that I want to uh, bring out. And again, I think it's another um, best practice as mm -hmm. people begin businesses, nonprofit organizations. Mm -hmm. But one thing you said was you assessed your skills. Mm -hmm. You know, you came with a wealth of skills mm -hmm. and experiences mm -hmm. from corporate America and your background, mm -hmm. but then you did a, an assessment of yourself mm -hmm. and thought about how do I apply these mm -hmm. to something and to what. Mm -hmm. So t would you just speak to that a little bit just so that they can understand? Absolutely. The I'd, be, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Um, we're given all kinds of gifts just naturally, uh, but when your work experiences and things that you do in the community, um, you grow and you learn so much. Um, some of us make mistakes along the way, yeah. but that's okay yeah. because we learn from them and yeah. then we affect some lasting change. Um, when you start to look at what your talents are you, 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 and you figure it out, you know that um, for me, as an instructor or a teacher or someone who likes to mentor and yes. motivate, that um, there are areas in your community where that's best suited and so I just went out and started talking to folks and it was just a real natural fit I didn't have to work too hard at it and I think that for people out there um, it'll come naturally yeah. don't don't work too hard yeah. at trying to figure out where you fit I think that it will just kind of evolve in yeah. the way that it should yes 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 excellent and again I think that's great advice I, I and it, again it applies to anything that mm -hmm. people are attempting to do mm -hmm. you know whether being an employee or be out on your own. So thank you. That's mm -hmm. our first nugget that we would like to share with you. You know, do some self-assessment and again, find what's natural. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, people want to know, well, where do I fit and what mm -hmm. do I do? Mm -hmm. Find those things that there's a natural affinity and your skill sets mm -hmm. just automatically just fit. Mm -hmm. So moving into a hardcore conversation, okay. AV Pride, mm -hmm. please share with us. And I know you hit on it a bit, mm -hmm. but the AV component. Oh my goodness. So again, uh, Association of Village Pride is now yes. being branded as AV Pride. Yes. And the V in uh, AV Pride is all about the village. It takes a village to raise a community, a, a child rather, mm -hmm. excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, <sighs> <You're fine. laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry. It takes a village to raise a child, and um, for us at AV Pride, we believe that that village is more than just um, your family at home, yes. your, your your friends. It goes beyond that. It's yes. all about the community. It's about the businesses, the faith-based organizations, yes. the, the, the youth-serving organizations. Anyone who can influence and, and put their hands on young people in a positive way, that's our village. 
You know, one thing AV Pride does focus on is the is the young people. Mm -hmm. You know, and then you talk about that village, and you know, and there's this visual image I get with that when mm -hmm. I hear that, mm -hmm. and to hear you identify those players mm -hmm. in the community, like you just mm -hmm. described, and the village, the businesses, and the faith community, just all of that you mentioned. You know, it makes me think about the fact that the children, you know, they are the um, the important ingredient for the sustaining and growth of the community in the village. Mm -hmm. So what I would like to say is, right now, the focus of AV Pride is on young people. Mm -hmm. uh, the academic, mm -hmm. the employment, uh, mm -hmm. skill sets, mm -hmm. development, mm -hmm. and I mentioned, that's the career readiness, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. And then there's one more I'm missing. There's the service. Yes, and mm -hmm. the service. Mm -hmm. So share with us, right now, the, the age group mm -hmm. that, that you target, mm -hmm. uh, what, what would that be? Well, we serve all students uh, okay. from kindergarten through 12th grade. Mm -hmm. And just like you said, um, it's all about academic success. It's about career readiness and the opportunity to contribute to their communities in a significant way. So we provide opportunities for our young people to serve. Yeah. The, the thing that I like about in doing research about AV Pride is the fact that it's, it, I get a sense of developing a well-rounded person. Absolutely. And on the academic piece, let me ask, so do you seek out those students who are academically challenged mm -hmm. or do you accept students who are excelling academically? You know, is there a criteria for the academic component? Well, it depends on the program. Okay. Um, for example, we run an after-school enrichment program, which is truly just that, enrichment. Okay. Um, we get our students from the school system. Uh, we are funded by United Way, and they have certain criteria. Okay. And, and one of the main components is a student that has some academic challenges okay. where we can affect some real change. And so the students come from um, our local elementary schools, and uh, we, I, we have access to all of their grades and um, all of their assignments uh, through some um, technical tools. Uh, we work with the principals directly, with, this, with the counselors and the teachers. And once we understand the grade level that the student is operating on, then we start to work at achieving some academic success that way. Correct. Fortunately for us, right now today, 100% of our students are enjoying academic success. They have all um, enjoyed an increase in their test scores wow. and their grades. So we are, we are very proud of that. Well, I'm telling you, uh, you, you speak to the success of the academic component. I can tell you, you I hear and see this uh, pride mm -hmm. that you have mm -hmm. in that success. Mm -hmm. As a former principal, I'm mm -hmm. sure those principals who have their students oh. enrolled in that program are grateful for you. They're thrilled. Yeah. I, you know, again, focusing on that, and I, I want to speak to those of you who are in the academic setting, education arena, though whether you're a principal or a superintendent or whatever uh, aspect of the educational system you're involved in, you know, look at um, AV Pride. Go to their website at avpride.org mm -hmm. and see about getting in touch with them. Uh, they they service students out of Fayetteville, mm -hmm. correct? Fayette County. Fayette yes. County. Mm -hmm. So uh, Fayette County. So that that broadens it more than what I was just saying in terms of the city of Fayetteville. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the county of Fayetteville, mm -hmm. of Fayette County. Uh, but again, look at them. Reach out to them because I know the importance of having that additional resource to have persons who can help 
with that intervention and as you indicated the enrichment component of students academic experience oh absolutely and as the classroom sizes have grown yes um, the principals and teachers are really appreciative of the individual attention we're able to give to yes. our students and that's what makes the difference absolutely so students who have never received uh, a 100 test score in the past can receive that today yes. uh, students that have trouble reciting poetry uh, they can get up with confidence and do that because yes. we can spend that one-on-one -on -one time with them. We can do it for an entire week if we need to. And so by the time they get to the to the classroom and that test day, yeah. they are very equipped to do well. So let me ask you, um, Ms. Reed, so that academic component, do they come to you or is there a collaborative meeting space or do you go into the school? Just how is that implemented? Uh, well, we go to the counselors and okay. we talk to them about um, the spots that we have available. Okay. Uh, they share with us their students that have a need okay. and uh, then we, we sit down with the parents actually and we, we actually interview them. Um, we want parents to understand that this is a partnership. Uh, we're not running a daycare. Yes. This, is, this is academic success. This yes. is enrichment. And we want the parents to know that their involvement is critical to their students' success. And so after the interview process and we have a good understanding that there's a commitment there, yes. uh, then we, we sit down with the young person and we have them come in and they, they can start immediately. I, I'm going to say this. For those of you who are listening, parents, um, I want you to check with your counselors. I want you to check with your principals and see if AV Pride is one of their resources. And if not, you know, bring it to their attention and let them know AV Pride is here to provide some academic interventions that they again can benefit from. So again, we ask that you would go to avpride.org and again refer your counselors as well as your administrators to this organization so that you may be looking for assistance for your own child or you may know of other parents in need of support or the school in general where your child may attend. So again, we encourage you to do that. I, I want to ask you um, the number of children that are involved at the current moment. Well, again, it depends on the program. Okay. So we've been talking a little bit about the yes. after-school enrichment program, yes. and so we've got 40 students, 40 elementary students in that program. Okay. Um, and then as part of that, we run another program for after-school for the, the older students, and that's okay. our middle schoolers and our high schoolers. And what we do for them is provide um, professional tutoring services as well as project help, because that's what they need. Yeah. Um, and um, with that, there are 40 students in that program. Okay. And then we have what's called the um, the app program, APP, that's our alcohol prevention program, yes. where we actually address underage drinking in Fayette County. We are one of 48 service providers funded by the state of wow. Georgia to do just wow. that. Um, and in that program, there are anywhere between 25 and 40 students that um, we, we groom in, in leadership capacity. You know, I'm hearing already you're, you're reaching the lives and families at a minimum of 100 students. Oh, absolutely. And, and I didn't even tell you about our career exploration program right, and our youth right, but Yeah, right, so you're absolutely right. right. Well, let me, let me say this, guys. You've heard the academic uh, services and support that they provide. Again, I'm not going to beat you over the head too much longer. But reach out to them, guys. I, I, I tell you, again, coming from an academic background, mm -hmm. uh, this is 
very critical. Mm -hmm. It's very important, and to know that there's a resource out mm -hmm. there to do such. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I promise you, principals would love to know about you. So principals who are viewing, reach out to uh, Ms. Pamela Reed with AV Pride and her team, and find out how you can get them involved with your, comp your organization, your um, schools. Again, Fayette County is the region in mm -hmm. which uh, service is provided, uh, so reach out. And church organizations, just all of you, just reach out to them. Let's move to the next area of uh, service, and that would be... Our Career Exploration Program. The Career Exploration. So explain to us how that works and what it's about. So we have a youth workforce development program where we provide opportunities for our high school students to explore their career areas of interest. And it's not just about them telling us what they'd like to be when they grow up one day. Yeah. It's yeah. about sitting down with them and talking to them about some of their strengths, some of the things that they feel some passion about. Yeah. And uh, we work with them and we provide a five-week uh, workplace readiness series of workshops. Everything from resume writing to interview skills yeah. to workplace culture and all those nuances uh, business etiquette and we have community leaders come in and actually facilitate those workshops okay. so there's engagement at different levels um, while the students are participating in these workplace readiness workshops we are out in the business community um, finding work finding internships for them and the beauty of that is that when they're finished their 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 um, workshops yeah. they are equipped they're ready they're groomed for us to put them in the workplace. Yeah. And that's a really big deal for us because business owners, they care about their businesses. Yeah. Uh, we care about our reputation. And we want them to know that when we put a young person in their space, that they are ready to do the best job yeah. that they can. And we have been very successful over the past few years doing just that. Yeah. Uh, businesses have reached out to us in advance and said, if you've got some more students, I'd love to have mm. them. Um, it, it has worked really, really well across the board and so students have some real work experience before they get out there and spend more money than they right. need to and you know with school and, right. and all that it has been a phenomenal signature program for us that sounds really wonderful I, I a lot of thoughts are coming to my mind uh, let me just say for the record I love the practicality of your organization mm. very practical very much needed and thank you thank you those of you who are, who are listening, I hope you heard what, she, what Ms. Reed just indicated about career readiness. Your high school students as young, ninth grade? Or, Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. So ninth grade to twelfth graders, you know, whether you have a child or know of someone, a neighbor. And again, I'm going to go back to her word, village. So even if you don't have a child in the school system, but you live in a neighborhood where you know that there are children who need the guidance that she just talked about, please reach out to AV Pride. Please share the information. Please share this link as you're viewing. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can revisit this uh, conversation and share it with others in your communities who you know, whether it's your church, your faith-based organizations. But the career readiness is critical to our economy. It is critical to our local economy as well as our global economy. And what I, I just want to go just a little further. So I'm hearing that the career readiness is generous, not uh, particularly focused on technology. Not at all. Yeah, oh, I, lo not at yeah all. I love that. So again, it's a broad base, 
the skill sets I'm hearing will prepare them for any area. They can get that specific training in whatever particular oh. area they want once they get to the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Let me just share one Please. example. Uh, for example, one of our students wanted to, wanted to be a chef when he grows mm. up. And so sure enough, we were able to not only get him an internship at one of our, our nicer restaurants in Fayette County, okay. uh, but we were able to take a group of students on a tour to Southern Crescent um, College yeah. and actually met the chef there. Wow. And this chef was phenomenal. Took us wow. out to the area where they actually grow all their fresh herbs and vegetables. Wow. So this student not only went through the workshops, had the internship, but then got to the college and saw real hands-on and met a, a real live chef and wow. it just just walked away feeling like this is what I want to do yeah. and there's a village around me that's going to help me yes. get there. It, that, that's just one. I mean we've got um, young people who want to be mechanics, we've got young people who want to be in IT, we've got young people who want to be in aviation and so we've had several students actually internship at the FAA. Yeah. Uh, we took them on a tour to the tower wow. and phenomenal. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, I, I don't even say anything else behind that. Um, if you haven't found enough reason to reach out um, to AV Pride for a resource, but also those of you who are in the nonprofit sector, if you haven't found a reason to reach out to them to learn and share with them uh, what their best practices have been across the years to help them get to this point, um, you know, I don't know what else to say. But stay tuned because we're going to come back right after our break and we would like to take this time to thank our sponsors again because because of you we're able to bring such great content that you're hearing today and again nonprofit organizations and leaders out there you know reach out to avpride.org and uh, Pamela Reed and her team so that you know I promise you uh, I've already talked to her I know her spirit they're open to dialogue and sharing their success stories as well as their challenges which are truly their success stories and and um, so again, we're going to take a commercial break at this time, and we'll see you right after the break. What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit Brene.com. What happens when soldiers come home? Brene Foundation offers hero support to ensure that our heroes abroad can continue to be heroes at home. We link veterans with organizations who are dedicated to guiding the transition from military hero to civilian hero. If you want to find out how you can support our troops at home, please contact the Brene Foundation or visit Brene.com.
Welcome back to Let's Talk Nonprofits. Again, we're having an exciting time sharing some great best practices for nonprofit organizations with our AV Pride um, Organizational Director, Executive Director, Ms. Pamela Reed. And we're going to continue. And before we do, we again want to thank our Sip For Your Cause uh, show sponsor and the other uh, sponsors of our shows and network for making this opportunity possible. So, Great information has been going on. We're going to continue with our section, uh, sec second section and uh, get my tone right. Uh, but again, <laughs> we want to go back a little bit and discuss the youth development program okay. that you provide. There's one thing we want to make sure we share with them. Okay, wonderful. Yes. Well, yes, yeah, so we have the Youth Workforce Development Program, and uh, that's a program that's funded by the Atlanta Regional Commission through the Workforce Development Act. Yes. And the great thing about that is we get to provide resources to young people that have barriers to education and training. Mm -hmm. And so those, those barriers vary. I mean, it could be income, it could be maybe they're in the foster care system or, or homeless. It, it, we We've yeah. got a list of criteria, yeah. but more importantly, we get to provide those options for them. They, we can provide tutoring to them. We can provide um, help with college applications. Um, perhaps they want to just uh, get involved in a certificate program. Mm -hmm. We can help them with that. Mm -hmm. um, but then also there's the, the career exploration part of that as well, where we want to make sure that our young people, regardless of what barriers they have, can find themselves in, in, in education, um, training, or employment. Excellent. And we wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to know that. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but is this the program where you're seeking? Um, yes, we are recruiting for this program. We have some open spots. And so if anyone's interested or wants to know more about the criteria to yes. be able to qualify, please visit abpride.org or reach out to us at our office. Can I share the please, phone number? Please, absolutely. Um, we're, you can be reached at 770 716 2797 and we'd love to hear from you yeah I, I tell you uh, we're so much always talking about the uh, technology access but we always are reminded and thank you use the old-fashioned telephone system it works just as well mm -hmm. so thank you for that and in fact is there we're going to give you an opportunity later but is mm -hmm. there an email address absolutely um, our email address is ed at abpride.org. That's E for executive and D for director at abpride.org. Great, great, great. And I tell you, uh, I, I know if you have been with us the first half, you understand the great organization that we have here represented by the executive director, Pam Reed. I tell you, um, just an exciting organization doing some great work in Fayette County. Um, but I, I wanted to move just a little bit uh, and talk about another best practice that has benefited your organization, and that's collaboration. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about on Let's Talk Nonprofits about breaking down the silos, and we reference um, Karen, and I please forgive me, just forgot her name, but the CEO and Executive Director of uh, the Georgia Center for Nonprofits, but uh, mm -hmm. she did an article piece that talks about breaking down the silos mm -hmm. between organizations and, mm -hmm. and collaborating to be more effective, and you guys mm -hmm. do that, and mm -hmm. you do it beautifully. Mm -hmm. Would you just share with mm -hmm. the audience 
how you do that and what what is what does it look like? Absolutely. It seems to be part of the culture in Fayette County. Wow. I, 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 and I mean that. I mean, a lot of our funders, when they come out to visit us, whether it be United Way or the state of Georgia um, or even the Atlanta Regional Commission, they are just really impressed with how well we're able to collaborate, not wow. only with each other as nonprofits, but within the community. Yeah. Um, we at AB Pride, we, we, we knew early on that we needed to um, consolidate some things and do some collaborations. And so right now, today, uh, we actually share office space with two other nonprofits. Okay. Um, profits that are like-minded. So one of them is Advocates CASA. So mm -hmm. they are the court-appointed yes. special advocates for young yes. people. And one of them is Fayette Factor, and that is the, the Family Collaborative. Okay. You know, that's the organization where when you're new into a community or you've got a special need, you would go to them and okay. they point you in the right direction. Okay. And so by sharing office space, we get to share expenses, we get to share resources. And when you collaborate, you're not finding yourself uh, tapping into the same pools of money, the, the same groups of people over and over again um, and so when we had our open house it was standing room only it was amazing watching the community come out uh, being pleased and yeah. impressed with what we were doing with yeah. the resources that were given it's all about being a good steward yeah, exactly. and and we feel like we're, we're doing just that so for organizations who are having some challenges um, I would certainly suggest that you look at other agencies yeah. and other charitable organizations that um, are like-minded um, and, and start to have discussions around how you could work together and, and sustain what it is you're doing because I, I imagine that you're all doing great work. Well, I tell you, and thank you for, again, another best practice to implement, put into your strategic planning. Um, I, but I tell you, we've had an opportunity to uh, visit uh, your location, and I, I tell you guys, it is a nice spot. Uh, it is a nice <laughs> office uh, complex. And, uh, you know, I don't know what comes to your mind when I say that. But, again, it sounds like as a result of collaborating, mm -hmm. you were able to uh, be where you are. Absolutely. And, and also sharing. It's one thing to collaborate and share space and resources and all that. But uh, we, we want to give back as well. Yeah. So, for example, um, so you've been to our space. Yeah just as a result of that. Yes, we want uh, other agencies to know that they can come in and they can use our space if it's available. Yeah. We want them to know that um, we've been blessed, so we, we want to be a blessing yeah. as well. Um, I, I want to also share that um, our community was instrumental in getting our organization a 15-passenger van, yeah. which was huge yeah. and critical in removing the transportation barrier that exists in our county. Um, in addition, we've received a 48-passenger passenger school wow. bus. Wow. Um, again, the result of collaboration, partnerships, and relationships that we have in the community. They see what we're doing. They want to be uh, not just part of it, but they want to support us in, in the success that we have. I, I'm, I'm going to go back to the van, the passenger okay. van. Okay. Now, when organizations normally <laughs> say, uh, you know, we received this 15-passenger van, and, you know, and it's great, and it serves its purpose. But this van is just not a van, just, just been to know. <laughs> <don't> <laughs> it. This thing has been wrapped. Yes. It, well, it's, 
It's an amazing thing. So yeah. when we first started to talk about the transportation barrier, it was all about the fact that we couldn't get our young people to the program. Okay. We couldn't get some of our uh, students in the career exploration program to their internships. Okay. We, we, and so what do we do yeah. about that? And so once we started sharing that with the community, um, we started some fundraising and folks started donating. And before I know it, we, we had the resources we needed to purchase our first 15 passenger wow. van. We don't have a car, no. Wow. Um, the only expense associated with that is fuel and maintenance. Yes, yes, um, yes. But it, it has been such a blessing. And it is wrapped, and yes. it is new, and it yes. is safe, and it's wonderful. Yes. And yes. we can um, cart our young people around safely. The parents feel good about it. And, and again, with regard to relationships with our local school system, we are able to actually take our van, go to directly to the school, and pick the students up and bring them to the to the program. So that's that's wonderful. And I, I'm going to focus on the what I. Those of you who watch us routinely, you hear me say that if you're a nonprofit, that you truly are a business. I know that you don't like to hear that, but it is the fact, and you will keep hearing it from us here at Let's Talk Nonprofits. I'm going to look at the business sites just briefly. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. everything that we've talked about today has been business, but I like the fact that the van not only serves to overcome the challenge that she just shared with you, but it is a mobile marketing tool. I mean, literally. I mean, it has the. It go to avpride.org, and you you'll be able to see a picture of it there. Yes, you will. But I I would just tell you that it is again a strategic planning process mm -hmm. that allowed them to not just overcome the barrier of being able to transport or not, mm -hmm. but. In the meantime, you accomplish another goal of marketing, bring, increasing the awareness that AV Pride Absolutely. exists. So I'm encouraging you guys, you know, as you begin to think about your challenges, utilize mm -hmm. them effectively mm -hmm. to develop your strategic plans to overcome them. But don't just look at that one isolated piece. Look at how you can combine an action in an effort to increase those aspects of your business operation. That's marketing right there. Absolutely. Yeah, so great job. Absolutely. No, well, I appreciate that. And, you know, you, you made me think of something. My, so my degree is in business management. Okay. Uh, but you don't have to have a degree in business management yes. to collaborate. Yes. Um, you know, one uh, person told me many, many years ago, gosh, 25 years ago, okay. someone told me, you know, to be successful, you've got to surround yourself with people who know just as much, if not more, yes. than you. You've got to be willing to get out there and, and talk to folks. Um, you've got to be willing to let people know what it is you're looking to do and not feel like you've got to hold on to your baby and operate in some kind of Great. silo because when you reach out to others, it's kind of like traveling on the highway. Yes. You can't move over into the next lane until you put that signal light mm. on to let someone know what it is you want to mm. do. And I then like folks that. will come out of the woodwork to help you. You'd be surprised. People want to give. People want to do. They just have to know what's available. I, I like that. Great nugget to take and share. Uh, again, it is the purpose of this show to do just what uh, Ms. Pamela Reed is doing and that is giving you some great best practices to uh, increase your awareness, funding, sustainability, and ultimately your impact. So uh, again, great information. I, I want to move on now to talk about your signature events. Okay. So some upcoming events that are happening, share with us. Okay, wonderful. Well, uh, we've got uh, our annual event coming up on February 26th. It's called Diamonds in the Rough. And the reason it's called Diamonds in the Rough is because we believe our students are diamonds in the All making. Right. It's our appreciation reception. It's our 
opportunity as an organization to give back and to say thank you. Throughout the year, we have so many people, organizations, groups that, that help us in very significant ways. Mm -hmm. So we want to say thank mm -hmm. you. And so we have them come out. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of it is not just that we get to say thank you, but the students in our programs run the event. Wow. They actually make the presentations. Okay. They're the greeters. Okay. They're the ushers. They're, I mean, we've poured into them. <laughs> so it's an opportunity to get them out there so that they can Great. shine. Great. Um, that's, like I said, that's on February 26th. Okay. appreciation reception okay. and then on April 18th we will have um, our first ever run event okay. and we are looking to make that our signature fundraising event okay. and so uh, we are going to have things for runners for the 5K people, and we're also going to have things for non-runners, so it'll be a family event mm. as well. And in our county, for the first time ever, um, it'll be a run event that will take place in the evening. Wow. So it will be on that Saturday, April 18th, and it will start at 4 o'clock. So wow. there'll be an opportunity for families to come out, yeah. have fun with games and carnival-like things, and uh, maybe even have dinner, because we'll have food there as wow. well. You know, that is different. Most time you hear about runs, they're early in the morning. and uh, Oh, dark 30, right? Yes, <laughs> oh, dark 30, yes, yes, yes. So that's mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I definitely want to make sure we check out calendars mm -hmm. and so we can see if we're available because yes, we definitely yes. would like to be a part of that and witness that. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, but I, I just love what you're doing. And, and again, uh, one other thing I appreciate you sharing about the um, – the Diamonds in the Rough mm -hmm. event that's coming, you know, you shared that the students are operating mm -hmm. it. And again, another great best practice. You know, it's an opportunity for you to allow your, in other words, you're showcasing the impact that the organization is having mm -hmm. without people even recognizing. You know, it's mm -hmm. nothing you're putting in the face like, this is what we've done, this is what mm -hmm. we've done. It's evidence. And, you know, and people look for that. Donors look for that. They want to know how is the money being spent or how Absolutely. is the time being my volunteer. They want Absolutely. to see and know that. And so, again, another creative opportunity where you actually employ uh, the actual students who are receiving the mm -hmm. service so mm -hmm. that people in the community can see the product. Absolutely. And they see our young people as well in other ways. We do provide opportunities for our young people to serve in the community. Uh, we provide volunteer opportunities for them. Um, for example, um, our, our local chamber, yes. our FIC uh, chamber, they have a, what's called a, an expo every year okay. and thousands of people come through the expo and our young people are able to be there and be runners wow. and, and help in the parking lot yes. and different things and so they, they see our young people. Uh, we have a summer camp expo where our young people are actually doing the same types of things. Um, if there's anyone that needs help, a service project, then they'll call us up and wow. say, do you have some young people okay. that can help and participate Good. and we provide those opportunities. Good. Good. Well, I, I tell you, Ms. Reed, that uh, the information you've shared has just really been wonderful. Uh, and again, I hope you guys are taking notes and that you're bookmarking this and, and again, that you're subscribing to the channel so that you can revisit it. But also go to avpride.org. You know, you have an opportunity to see the, this play again constantly there on their uh, website within about the next week or two. But again, guys, great information that has been shared here. And uh, I, I want to move into uh, one other component before we leave. All nonprofit organizations that I'm aware of 
always trying to figure out to increase volunteer participation. Mm -hmm. You know, how can people get involved in various mm -hmm. ways? So mm -hmm. share with us how can people who have found an interest and mm -hmm. you have piqued some interest, they want to know more, mm -hmm. but they also say, hey, this is something that I would like to get involved with, volunteering or any other way. Tell them how they can get involved. Okay. Well, we've been sharing our, our contact information all yes. along, and so I'll just reiterate, um, you can visit us um, on our website at abpride.org. Um, you can email us at ed at abpride.org, or you can call us at 770-716-2797. Uh, but more importantly, uh, when you reach out, there are so many different areas that you can serve in if you choose to. Um, it's all about enriching our young people. So although we serve students in Fayette County, we are looking for resources outside of the county as well that can come in and enrich our young people in various ways. Um, everything from workshop facilitators. Um, we'd love to talk to you about some of the topics that we're looking for. Um, we have people that come in and, and actually help and read to the students. And if you've got um, a subject matter, if you're a subject matter expert, math science yeah. is, is critical. <laughs> we'd love to have you with that. Yeah. Um, but there are also other resources that folks have. So for example, um, our young people, they were able to create a six episode uh, TV media series oh, all really? about underage drinking. Oh yes. And you can see it on YouTube. Uh, YouTube, okay? Oh, wow. And so there are six, six episodes, but what's amazing about that is we had a local person donate some of their studio time to wow. that. And so you may have studio, you may have building, you may have other resources that we could use that would be so helpful in helping our young people get the message yes, out. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I would also like to say too that when it comes to volunteering, it's all about those other special things and talents that you have. Um, we have people come in to our young people and, and play their guitar and sing with the students. That's enrichment. We uh, have people that uh, work at a golf course and we have young people that have never set foot on a right. golf course how enriching is that yes. we had uh, one of our church partners actually purchase tickets for each of our young people to go to the legacy theater and see princess mm. in the pea mm. there's some young people that never been to the theater yes. so whatever your your uh, circle of influence is whatever talents you have whether it be crocheting or again a, a particular uh, maybe a cultural thing yes. that you want to share with our young people we are so open to talking about those things and figuring out how we can fit it in. We'd love to do that. Well, I tell you, one thing I've really learned about Ms. Pamela Reed, uh, that she thinks outside the box. So whatever it is that you have, don't think, uh, oh, they can't utilize this or it won't fit. Mm -hmm. Give Ms. Reed a shot at it, okay? And I promise you that uh, if it's a way, she'll find it. And, uh, you know, I, I want to say that, you know, I thank you for agreeing to come and be mm, a great, pleasure. fantastic guest today. Mm -hmm. Before we leave, mm -hmm. any other information you would like to share with mm -hmm. the audience, whether it's best practice or just okay. your thought, whatever it is you okay. would like to share. Well, I'd like to. Please. I mean, here it is. We talk a lot about our young people, which, yes. you know, they're, they're, they're of the utmost importance to us because they're our future. Yes. But I, I want to um, just mention the parents as well. We, we do things for them also. Okay. Um, not only do we talk about the importance of the partnership so that their students can reach their, their full potential, but we provide uh, workshops for our parents as well through our Family Leadership Institute. It all started with United Way. Mm -hmm. um, they, they love what it is that we do and they funded what's called a Family Leadership Institute. Um, it was a five-month commitment where the, the parents of the students in our program got to come 
and actually learn leadership skills for themselves. Wow. And opportunities to give back to the community. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the, the five-month program, they were charged with uh, a community project, and they mm. came up with some, and they've implemented them, mm. and it is just absolutely wonderful. Wow. So as a result of that, we have a curriculum, a whole curriculum of workshops that we provide our, our parents on an ongoing basis based on what they want. Yeah. You know, everything from financial information to how do I uh, get more involved with my um, students' academics at school, yeah. how do I become part of PTO. Yeah. It's just amazing. So I just want our guests to know yeah. that um, we love to engage not only our community but our parents as well. Ms. Reed, you don't cease to amaze me <laughs> about the work and the scope of AV Pride. And again, we have been honored to have you here today as our guest. Thank you thank for accepting you. our invitation. We want to thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk Nonprofits, and we hope that um, you're able to jot down as much as you can. But again, more than jot down, we encourage you to subscribe to the channel. You can subscribe at youtube.com forward slash bizlinks tv and you can find us with our uh, programming let's talk nonprofit and you can find this exact program you can review it as often as possible you can also go to our website www.bizlinks.tv and you can review all of our shows there and again we would like to encourage you to reach out to AV Pride at www.avpride.org and you will also be able to follow up with this show on their website. So again, we thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk Nonprofits again where we share best practices to increase your awareness, your organization's sustainability funding, and ultimately your impact. So as we close, we would like to say this sips for you. <laughs>